you are listening to the postgrad space with valerie Odiambo. this is a podcast about individuals and their life after campus stories each episode is a journey i hope you get to find yours too I hope that wherever you are, you are keeping safe. I know it's been three weeks of self-quarantine and we are hoping that the situation will get better. On today's episode, I got to interview one of the best ladies that I know of and her story has been challenging growing up, but she has become better by the days and I hope that through her story, you'll be able to learn something. Irene Yamo is an ophthalmic nurse at CTI Hospital and her childhood story to where she is right now is pretty interesting. Listen on. Grew up with my grandmother was the one taking care of us. Okay. Me plus other five more of us plus her children. So we grew up as a team, so many people in the same house. So she took care of me. Many times she would carry me in her wheelbarrow wherever she went to the garden. She would carry me together with her firewood, together with her chambers. Mm. And whenever we would get a plant and she wanted to pick up, she would go up as I collect them and then she would carry me inside the wheelbarrow and then we could go back home. Primary school was a little bit tough, but still in the same environment, it was still interesting. So we, we would wake up so early in the morning to go to the garden before we, we went to school. So we'd go to the garden at around 3 a.m. and come back by 5. I remember there was no time we took curry for lunch. Yes. All our life we grew up with porridge for lunch. I don't know if there are people who got such yeah. experiences, but it was. Secondary was rather boring. Yeah. Having come from... A, a rural primary school where most things when you didn't understand it would be explained in your local language you expected that to continue but then I got to Kisumu girls and most teachers being Luos they knew that uh, most students who had gotten to that school knew much of the languages especially English and Swahili so they didn't take too much keen interest yes now campus, I joined after three years from college, from secondary school. Wait, three years after high school? Three years after high school. Okay. Reason being, I had gotten a job just two years after school. During our time, grades would not seem, B minus would not take you to, to, to college. Okay. So we were considered people who had failed because we did not get the opportunity to get to the campus yeah. through job. So you had to wait on the masses of other people to take you to school or your parents would be well off enough to take you to school. Mm-hmm. So good enough I had done computer in high school yeah. and got an opportunity to continue doing those packages outside school. So that gave me an opportunity to get a job with uh, Cambridge CDC okay. as a data clerk. That was a good thing because I was able to pay for my own school fees okay. at the University of Nairobi doing BCom. I chose this because my father suggested. Mm. But sometimes you take courses not knowing what they entail. 
yeah. because someone else has suggested. Remember, I did not be, do business in okay. high school. Yeah. Here I am <laughs> taking become as one of my as a lifetime course. Yeah. So you've joined campus and you're doing a course that you did not like and now you have to continue with it for four years, I assume. At Cambridge, I was able to pay for my own school fees, though it was much of a struggle because it was 82500 per semester, a trimester. I could pay school fees and not have fare to go to the same school. But all in all, it was not meant to work. At one point, I lost my job, this job. They were contract that runs for a particular period of time. So I could not afford my school fees, I could not afford my rent, I could not afford so many things. So I focused on being able to cater for my rent and food so that I leave school fees and that's how I dropped out of school. So you've lost your job and school is no more. Yes. What do you do with your life? I I started a business. Mm -hmm. I started selling clothes. Tumba cloth. It was doing well. I loved it because I was seeing the, the the reward to my hard work. So most of the time I would take those clothes on a Sunday. So after picking those clothes, I would sell them to people. Then head to church with my bucket of clothes. Then I would go pray. And then after service, I would be off to friends, former colleagues. And I would tell them, you are the first person I have brought for clothes today. And everyone would pick theirs. Good enough, some of them were working. So by the end of the month or by the end of the week, they would have paid me. Some would pay me cash. And it was amazing how it was paying. Because I would take clothes of around 3000 or more. But by the end of the day, I could have 10000 at hand. And it was so interesting. But given that that market was just a market that works is more on a Sunday. That's when you can, could get very nice things. I focused on Sundays. I didn't know how long I would do it. Maybe yeah. if I did it for long, I would be somewhere still. But discipline with money is another thing. So at what point did you feel like this business was enough and you wanted to do something else with your life? It, yes, it got to December and I started thinking ahead. January is coming. In January, people do not buy clothes. Yeah. Not so many people focus on buying clothes and buying extra things. So I asked myself, how will I survive then other months? I also thought of paying uh, rent for a whole three months, which was not easy too. So I thought to myself that there's something that I need to do to be able to change this. So what I did, I went on my knees that night and told God, me, God, I just need direction on what next you want me to be. And I also asked God that I really want to do a, to go back to school so that I can do a course, a profession, not just a white collar job, but then I just need certificate where I can simply go to someone and ask a job so after praying i went to church and still that kept lingering into my mind and with that i told myself that i needed a plan for the same yeah. so i sat down and wrote a plan 
on what I needed to do, how I needed to do it. But I wanted to do a medical course anyway. So I wanted to do clinical medicine, which my dad did not want me to do. Mm. For one reason, that we had clinical officers at home. So we needed nurses, we needed other professions. I had decided that I wanted to be a nurse. Initially, I didn't know the role of nurses. And having known that before I went to school really helped me because it gave me a platform and it gave me confidence in myself yeah. on who I can be and where I can get with even nursing itself as a course. So I told my uncle how and where I wanted to get to. So I came with a plan. I came with some amount I had saved. Yeah. I had saved up. And not just that, I also came with what I really wanted. Because many a times we come to people seeking for help, yet we do not really know what us, ourselves, we want. You'd want to go back to school, but you don't know what you want to go back to do. So it is important for people to have a plan. What is it that interests you? My, the same uncle of mine asks this question. What is it that you would do comfortably without being paid for some things and still deliver perfectly that's exactly your passion and if you can do it that way you will excel in that so with that i went for nursing and i have never regretted having done nursing i enjoy it so so much and here i am <laughs> i have a diploma in nursing community health nursing from kmtc in the job market of nursing and medical field, mm. people tend to say and think that it's so easy. Yet, I would say that I know my classmates who have not gotten a job to date, they are simply doing locums. And locums would pay you today and not pay you tomorrow, so you do not know the stability and you can't plan with it. So for me, I I feel it wasn't so much difficult for me because I didn't tag a price to my course and say that this is what I wanted. Mm. If less, no. I wanted to get a job, to get my experience, establish myself first. Gain, as much as in nursing, especially diploma, you gain much experience while you are practicing because most of the time you spend in the hospital doing those things. But you need a one year or two years grounding in a facility where you know exactly how it runs, where you can be responsible for your own actions at the hospital. Because when you are a student, you can always rely, rely at the back of other nurses. Because you are still a student anyway, you can make mistakes. But once you get that license, making mistakes are at your own risk. Most of what I wanted was to get experience and get, do that. Before I got a locum, I went for polio campaigns, which we used to be paid 1000 per day. And we would do a campaign during, it was a sunny, a sunny period, and we would do a campaign the whole day mm. for maybe four, four to five days or six days yeah. to, to get training as part of it. Then. After applying for these other jobs, I 
got to be called for a locker where I was being paid uh, 800 shillings per day. So I would be called like three days in a week, two days in a week. But still, I really was able to sustain myself wherever I was. I did not want to go back to my uncle's house and sit there watching that I'm waiting to look for a job or sitting. I didn't want to be too comfortable. Yeah. So just with that, I simply asked my uncle and requested for me to stay wherever I was as I look for a job until I get a job. That's when I will move. Mm. After getting that locum, I did it for about a month and a half or two months. Mm -hmm. Then I got a job somewhere else. And it was, it wasn't that, I would, I wouldn't say it was difficult. I was just taking my papers to a facility and found an interview. With the challenges that you have faced, I believe that it has molded you to become the person that you are today. What advice can you give to young people who are facing the same situations or are undergoing such tough environment i have learned so many things during that period i have learned that it is okay for me to make mistakes and start all over again mm. it is okay for me to drop out but all i shouldn't do is stay there do not give up mm. if the plan that you had at first did not work look for another plan go ahead accept your situation and most of all always ask for help don't forget to like, share, review, or rate this podcast. You can also follow me at Amondi Valerie on my Instagram page. Till next time, ciao!